Welcome back to another episode of Much, Much About, About Something. Something. This is Mike. And this is Lewis. And we're here to entertain you for the next half hour of your life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And we are back again. I don't know. I feel like this introduction is always the same. But hey, you know what? It is what it is. Yeah. Right? That's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Sure. <laughs> How was your week? How was your week, man? Um, it's been good. It's been good. Not, not much to really um, talk about there. Not much to report, but it's been no. good. It's same been good. same boring life you said like it, It's boring. Weeks it, ago. You know, it's, <laughs> I, I need to like really, really go into depth with that one. Um, but not today. <laughs> it's boring to me because like it's kind of just the same. Um, it changes. It does change from time to time, but it's it, for the most part the same. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, you know what? I I feel like there is uh, something that I want to address, and <clears throat> I think uh, we're all kind of guilty of it. And you know, I remember when I was a young adult, teenager into a young adult. You still kind I, of are. Still, I guess, so, just more responsible. <laughs> right. You know, I remember getting my first credit card and being like, oh, hell man. yeah, spending time. And I didn't know, I knew really nothing about the credit world. That's a dangerous, dangerous it, it very, line it, it is. It, it, it certainly is. But the thing is, is like back then, like credit card companies were more eager to give you a credit card and then just put you in debt. And then you had like this ultra high APR and you didn't really care because you're kind like, of their business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like here's $5,000. You can spend it however you want. I was just like, wow, I'm a, mil- <laughs> oh, I'm a millionaire, right? And you just you go feel and, so rich. and you open up like four or five, <laughs> six credit cards. No, that, that was, uh, that was me. Yeah. That was me. Yeah. You know, and I didn't really, my, my parents didn't really teach me any better. Like, Hey, you know what? You need to like, you know, avoid the credit world or no, because at that time I had a credit card before my father had a credit card. Isn't that strange? Well, the fucked up part is they don't even teach you that in school where no, they, they should don't. be teaching you. Right. What the, the they, fucked they up teach, part is they teach other things, but you know, not, not exactly. Yeah. They, they, they're supposed to teach you to be prepared for life and they don't teach you about taxes. They don't teach you about finances. No. Your parents don't know any better sometimes. Maybe because it's a conspiracy and they're act, the schools are actually paid to shut up about it and be like, Hey, you know what? Um, that sounds like an episode for another day. Right, right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I want to I wanna address the whole credit world. So, like, I, yeah. I think that, I don't know, do you know how credit actually works? I have some minor understanding of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, credit comes from the word credibility, right? Uh, correct. How much they can believe that you'll be able to pay back right. essentially is what it is your liability exactly right so every everything that you spend everything that you invest in it all reflects back on you and how much you can make that payment every month right, right? or if you can make that payment every month right. Right. right um i've had i feel like i'm not an expert in the credit world but i have had a lot of life life experiences where you know i've been um on well, the lowest of low scores, and I've been on the highest scores. Right now, I currently have a really high score, uh, and I'm happy about that because it takes forever to earn credit. Oh, yeah, those credits forever. It, fucking it's, ridiculous. It can easily be dropped by a substantial amount Yeah, if you screw up once. I'm That's telling true. you. Yeah. Um, a lot of things, if, if the listeners out there that are like, hey, you know what, I just got a credit card, or you do have credit cards, and you really don't know how it works... 
Um, maybe I can enlighten you a little bit on my experiences uh, of how the credit world works and what you really should work, you know, watch out for. Enlighten I mean, us. If you care. No, I mean, I care. Uh, I'm sure some of our listeners might. You know, there are three major credit card, uh, <laughs> basically, uh, agencies here. Credit bureaus. Credit bureaus. Yes. Right? And you have... Uh, Experian as one, uh-huh. Equifax as the other, and TransUnion as the third. Now, the fourth is actually considered the FICO, uh, which it measures all three scores to determine if you can really be considered for a loan or not. Right. But the FICO overall kind of rules over all uh, three major bureaus. So uh, the FICO essentially takes all three credit scores and gives you an average. Right. But I mean, the FICO one's the most important only because like, that's when you like, when you really want to get something a lot larger than just opening up a credit card account. Yeah. And you want to like when, get a home. Yeah, they're going to look a car. They're going to look at your FICO score. Yeah. Yeah. Or a car. Yeah. yeah. And the major things. Right. Yeah. Um, but each provider kind of essentially does the same thing. Um, except Experian provides data on your predictive insights to major organizations. So it'll like evaluate you and it'll share that information um, with other organizations that are trying to retrieve uh, how credit worthy you are as far as opening up a new credit card with like, just say for example, Capital One, you never had one or- I've had one. Or you're trying to open up, like I don't know if they still do it, but you know, if you're trying to get a cell phone or you know you're trying to have a contract somewhere with something they'll they'll run your credit or they even will. they will if you're trying to rent that your credit will be ran and i'm sure that's a common thing now more yeah. than it was before and it's like should you really be rated on your credit like is that really a landlord's um duty to have that information on you i Someone, feel like in that situation it, it would matter because it shows because it's a business right it shows still business if your credit is good that means you have a good payment history um and that would be beneficial for them to know yeah they look they can look at him and be like okay well clearly he has a good credit score that means he makes his payments on time okay we can trust him it gives that sense of trust to them mm-hmm. whereas if they look at your credit score and you're like 500 ugh, i don't know questionable Questionable. I mean, anything below <laughs> six fifty is still questionable in the perfect world. Right. Nobody wants anybody with six fifty or lower. Oh, to be honest with you, yeah. Even though you're like, yes, I work for it and I have like good credit, and here we go. They look at it like, huh? Tell it to the person that has a seven fifty eight hundred. We don't. We don't care about you, Oof. right? You know what I mean? They just want to make sure that you are a responsible individual brutal, and man. that you're not screwing up. I mean, it's a brutal world. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to cherry code it. It's, you know, a lot of creditors out there can take advantage of the people that are given these cards and they're thinking, well, I have an extra $3,000 to spend. Um, and what they realize is that no, you it's don't. not really three th- three grand. When you open up a credit card and they say you qualify for uh, $3,000 $3, to $5,000, Um you know, get approved in minutes, right? You go right. in there. First of all, you get a ding on your credit. Right. Just for like, for them checking your credit, right? And that's usually a light, they call it a, a light hit, right. right? A light credit hit. And basically that takes away about three points, two to three points. Yikes. Right? That's already off. And you know how long it takes to get just one point on like up on your credit score? Like it or- depends. organically? No, it doesn't depend. Like organically, if you're just making your payments, whatever, and you just say you have some debt, but not too crazy, organically, it'll go up like every three to six months. No shit. One point. Okay. One point. I and was that, not that, aware of that. that. That's just too much. 
Like that's too long. So in all fairness, like you have to be really careful about opening up too many accounts because then you can put, you can really drop your score because you're, you haven't built up enough credit to show everyone, uh, all the bureaus, um, that you can be responsible about having all these credit cards, having all these, um, uh, limits and, you know, being able to utilize those uh, efficiently and responsibly. Right. Yeah. Um, a normal, uh, a good credit score is anything 700 and above. 700 and above is, is the key. In order for, to actually like, if you want to do inquiry, inquiry on anything, like that car. magical vehicle, 700 yeah, number 700. everybody's always they searching say for. <laughs> six, 650, 630 is like, you know, that, that's where like you have good, good uh, consider good, but that's a lie. Right. A lot of people will just be like, well, you know, this, we have other people that have a higher credit score, so we're just not going to do it. They, they will accept you, but you're going to have to go in paying a lot more money. Or oh, absolutely. A, uh, yes. You know, a bigger down um, based on your credit score. Now, there are organizations that allow you to monitor and check your credit scores, um, but a lot of them are kind of bogus. They just kind of give you the bare essential, and they make you pay a service like every, credit karma. every month. Huh? Like Credit Karma? Like Credit Karma. I mean, even Experian. I'm not, I'm not, I think Experian's the most efficient, but at some point, if you go to Experian and say, hey, you know what? I want to sign up and have my tre- uh, uh, credit monitored. Well, what are they really monitoring? You know, like, oh, we, oh, we, we ensure... Oh, credit secu- monitoring, monitoring? Well, not only that, but you get to check your credit score every month. So it's like I the think, access of seeing where it's at. I think Credit Karma only gives you a, a, a report. Right. Um, There's lets reports. you see your credit score. Mm-hmm. But the thing about Credit Karma is it only gives you two bureaus. It doesn't give you all three. Right. So Experian gives you all three plus FICO. Yeah, see, mistaken, that, that's, so. that's a better... But the thing is, it's like you're paying this every month just to see the same thing. I, and I've done this before. I've done this for like a year straight. Just like, okay, you know what? I'll do it for a sense of security. And if anybody uses my credit, I'll know right away. I'll get notifications from Experian. But that's what your credit cards are for. Like you can put lockdowns on your credit cards now and be like, okay, I know when someone's using my card or not from a different location if they happen to get that information you know, and say, for example, I'll give you a prime example. And this has happened to me. You, the minute that you give your credit card information over the phone to somebody. Right. Right. Here's my card. Here's the thing on the back. And here's all that good stuff. There, here's a three little pin, you know, a little whatever ASV code or whatever they call it. Uh, CVC, CVV code. CVC, something like that. I think. Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are literally giving your life away to somebody you have absolutely no idea who that person is. Right. Right. Even though they're customer service, they can still jot that down and save it for later and be like, oh, I'm going to run this card. And if you're not smart and, you know, like lock your, have your cards locked, if you, you don't even have that feature, you know, I don't know if some credit card companies still don't do that, but most of them do. Then you're an open target at any point and they can run your credit. They can run your credit card and be done with that. Um, so I would just say to make sure to look out for those type of you know, don't, don't, don't ever do that because that can jeopardize your credit enormously. Yeah. Um, if you miss your credit, uh, if you miss a payment, your credit score will go down like 30 points. Yep. Just from one payment. Yep. Just from one payment. And it takes forever to earn a point. So don't do it. If you need to make a payment, make it. Make that your, make that your priority. Now, from what I understand as well, um, uh, with missing a, or, is, is there a difference between missing a payment and being late on a payment? If you're late in a payment and you still have time to 
pay it, but it has to be before it gets reported to the credit bureau. So you need to be sure to call your, if you ha- it depends on how many days you're late. Right. If you're late, like a couple days, uh, 10 days, you know, a week, to two weeks at max, you need to call them right away and be like, Hey, you know what? I'm sorry. Let me pay it right away. You know, I, I didn't have the credit alert or something to alert me. I was busy, whatever you want to make up. Right. But as long as they get that payment before they report it to the agency, I think within 30 days after the, the payment is not made mm-hmm. uh, or when it's due, then it gets reported to the bureau and there's nothing they can do about it. Cause I've been young and dumb and you know, I made my mistakes for sure. Um, and I know that I was late on a few payments before and just out of curiosity, I called once and I'm like, hey, just out of curiosity, um, does this get reported to my credit score? And they said it does if it goes over 30 days. Mm-hmm. So that's good to know. It's good yeah. information to have, but I, it's not necessarily advice. I'm not giving people advice on saying like, oh, it's cool if you're late. Right. It's not. I would say definitely pay you know, on time or before time is actually better. Or you can just do automatic withdrawal. Or yeah, do automatic. That's what I do. Not a lot of people have that. I mean, all banks mostly have that now. Or well, they just take not, it out of your it's account. It's not that you don't have the uh, the access. It's people to don't it. want it's to because the, of the ability. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you just can't. Uh, I think that's an excuse. I think most people that just can't, they spend their money elsewhere, and they're not. They're just not being responsible. In my opinion. No, no, it's not that. It's just you can't in the moment. Eventually, yes. Like I, there's been some cases where I can't do it in that moment because it's something new. So I have to kind of reorganize my whole budget in system. the beginning. In the beginning, yeah, right? reorganize yeah. my budget system when I feel comfortable with it. Then I go ahead and activate auto pay. Okay, that, and I know that like it okay, makes sense. After this that. week, absolutely cannot spend this money. It needs to be set aside for that. And I know it. And I have my budget set up in a way where it works. So auto pay is perfect. Now, if you jack up your credit. Um, limit, you know, as far as like, you know, maxing it out, then I wouldn't suggest putting on auto pay because they're going to take out as much as they can uh, on a monthly and they're going to be charging like 150 or whatever it is, uh, depending on how much your credit score, uh, your credit limit is. If it's 5,000, they're going to be charging you at least 150 to close to $200 each time. And when it comes to credit card payments, don't make the minimum payment, make extra. Oh yeah. Even as long as you pay $1 more, right. you're paying over the amount. Yeah. Which is looked at as a good thing. You don't have to be like, oh, I got to pay 50 bucks more. No, that's that's a lie. Right. You, all you need to do is pay, you know, a dollar more than the minimum and you should be golden. But at the same time, you're not really accomplishing anything. So it'd be good no. to make those payments in between. Now, moving along here with the credit limit increases, what, what we don't know is when we will get credit limit increases. No. And this is really just based on how they feel when you are you know, reliable enough, or you're seen as someone who's, you know, um, has good credit and they say, okay, you qualify. But the other factor is, is that they will raise your credit limit. If they see that you're making those payments all the time and you're utilizing the card more often, then you have like professionals behind the scenes that are looking and saying, Hey, this guy's like using the card, paying it, using his card, paying it like all the time, more than the average consumer. So they're going to say, you know what, we're going to raise, we're going to give him a higher credit limit so he can spend more. And then pay us back and spend more and then pay us back. You know what I mean? And that's how like you build your credit line or your credit limit to extend it. So if you start out with 3000, then you immediately will have 10,000 after like so many years, but you have to like spend like a lot, you right, know, for them to right. say, okay, this guy spends a lot, you know, we're going to go ahead and get it. Or even just with putting in an annual income, you know what I mean? Um, 
But, uh, you know, uh, one thing that you have to realize here is that um, some things that do affect your credit score is unpaid medical bills. Yeah. Right? Mm. They, they look at that. Um, if you miss phone payments for yep. some phone providers, so don't miss a payment and make sure you don't sign up with uh, those contracts that say, um, you know, get a phone, two-year plan, because the minute you screw up not paying on that plan, it affects your credit score. Yep. So avoid those. Try yep. to out, outright pay your phone and be done with it. That way it doesn't affect your score. Um, unpaid parking tickets is really? another one. Yeah. Oh. A lot of, if you don't pay, I mean, come on. You can't spend 15 to 30 bucks paying your parking ticket. You got a problem, right? It's more than 15 you can, bucks. You can fight it. Uh, but, you know, sometimes they are that. Sometimes it's 50, okay? Give, give or take, right? I don't know. I mean, over here in Eastvale, it's like 50 bucks just for leaving your car on the street when it's street sweeping day. Yeah. And they charge you 50 I've bucks. I've had a few of those. I, I've gotten three of them already. And so have I. I'm like, ah, damn it. Right? Up top. Damn you. I'm like, come back. No, give me a chance. I'm like in my socks and underwear. Like, no. You know? Uh, you're wangs hanging right? out. But uh, overdue library books fees. Really? Imagine that. Imagine that. Right, so if you go to the library, guess what? Not only can't you check out your favorite book, but until you pay that fee, or if you you are you are late in your fee and it goes to collections, guess what? That hits your credit score. I wouldn't say buy much because I couldn't really tell how much it was buy. Uh, I've never, I'm not a big fan of like renting books. I just buy them out and just have them. Yeah, who know? does anymore? Um, who has a who has a library book, anyways? But anyways, uh, yeah. student loans is another thing to avoid. Yeah, that's a big one. Student loans for sure. Um, co-signing alone is one of the biggest mistakes you could ever do. Uh, don't that, ever do that. That is don't com- ever do complete that. trust with the other individual that yeah. you are signing it off to. You're basically saying, hey, look, I trust you with my credit score. So because you have bad credit or no credit, that, that should give you a warning sign already that like you're taking a risk and everything that you worked for as far as your credit goes is down the drain if they screw up once. Just saying. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to take that risk unless you really, 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 really know them well or they're your spouse, even a spouse or a girlfriend, boyfriend. Like, it doesn't make sense. The guilt trip thing, this is your credit. So the minute that you, get, that you guys break up or it doesn't work out, guess what? You're still stuck with repairing your credit. So I would highly advise, yeah, no matter how there. much you love them, don't do that shit. You guys need to wake up and don't do that been there i don't man. care been like there. even if they give you the guilt trip hey that's a red flag run to the hills right like oh you're not gonna help me out co-sign well you you're just a little younger than me we're adults now you need to be responsible so yeah. don't do that uh another, another thing is you know if you just miss one payment your credit score the maximum amount your credit score can decrease by is 180 points that seems a bit excessive it is excessive but it depends on this scenario it really does uh, okay um and basically it can take anywhere from 60 days to six months to build one to five points of credit depending on like how much you you pay back in that instant now one more thing i have to advise as far as like credit goes if you're in a rut and you don't you can't you just see yourself in so much credit debt and you're like shit i got five thousand here i got three thousand there i just can't pay it off i don't know what to do and you want to file bankruptcy, that is the other way to have all your stuff wiped out, clean slate, be done with it, and start afresh, start anew. However, bankruptcy isn't always the answer. That's the last option. Yeah, That's like last man standing, throwing the bomb out, and being able to, you know, um, say, you know what, there's no other way I can repair this because I don't make as much 
money to pay off the, the debt that I'm in. So that's the last call that uh, you have to make. However, it does drop your score dramatically by like 300 points. Yikes. That's you know, a lot. I think it's a chapter seven bankruptcy. Chapter seven or chapter 12, uh, one of those. I never did it for credit card, but I did do it for something else and I'm not going to get into that. But anyways, that was a long time ago. Um, avoid bankruptcy at all costs. So, oh, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. But uh, anyways, moving along here. Uh, since we're talking about credit cards and all that <laughs> fun stuff and this whatnot. This has been your financial minute right? with Mike. With Mike. <laughs> right. Be smart. Right? Oh, geez. Uh, yeah, that was a lot to process, man. Video game of the day. Oh, okay. Let's get into it. Uh, you know, honestly, this game, I just had to throw it in there, even though I didn't like it. And that's weird, but I appreciate all gaming and what, you know, developers do. But this particular one is called Wall Street Kid. Sounds like the most boring game ever. It is. It really <laughs> is. Like, I don't know the idiot that decided to make this game, but it basically was released in 1990. Uh, by a company called Sofal, or Sofal. <laughs> Even the name of the company is so um, boring. It's, it's, it's considered a uh, strategy game. Oh, jeez. And uh, basically all you do is buy, sell, trade stocks, and cater to your expensive girlfriend. Wow. On the regular Nintendo. Wow. Like, it, it's like, that's all it is. And it's like, there's nothing else to do. Except like like who what what eight year old wants to play with stocks and trade and you know what I mean, <laughs> like maybe Bill Cates' son was playing that and like you know what I mean like I I could imagine some like staunchy financial son. advisor is giving this to his kid like this is for you son this is going to teach you the valuable life of lessons of that you need. Let me see your progress, son. Let's let me see, see where you're Let at. me check your portfolio, <laughs> son. You need to diversify. Right? <laughs> like, you cannot play Mario. Mario will not teach your brain about money. Wall Street Kid. <laughs> like, daddy, but I don't like Wall Street Kid. It's boring. Son, I bought you a Nintendo. Thanks, dad. Ha, 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 ha. Here it, is your first game. You have to, under, you have to understand. The rich <laughs> stay rich by buying some things cheap. So that is how the rich stay rich. And guess where I found Wall Street kid in the 99 cents clearance rack. That's why you're playing it. And I had a coupon. And it's educational. <laughs> so it was 50 cents altogether. <laughs> but daddy, why do I got to play this? <laughs> you will thank me later, son. Because I spent 50 cents on it, son. And that is the truth. <laughs> That's so bad, but That's it's true terrible. though. Uh, it, Please it, tell it, me I, you have this game. I, I, I on the Raspberry Pi. Oh I, I don't, my god! I don't own a physical copy. I probably would never want to own a physical copy of it. I need to play it. Yeah, you'll get bored in like I it la- I, I, I last it literally like maybe one minute to two minutes. I was like, screw this game. This game sucks. <laughs> no action, nothing. All you see is numbers, and you're moving stuff around. It's like a still shot, and you're just seeing like numbers. It's boring. It's like, so ridiculous. Wow. I never uh, That's played such a more. ridiculous concept. Now, but I think this is around the time where Nintendo was just pumping out games, right? And it came out in 1990. So, yeah, that was the bloom of the era of, of Nintendo. You know, like where, you know, it really started pumping out a lot of, like, cool games. Even though, like, it came out, it was released in 86, 85. Um, still, they produced a ton of cool games. But 1990 was, like, you know, going into the super, almost Super Nintendo Day, day games. Um but anyways, yeah. But anyways, um, huh. winning the the way to win that game. The funny thing is, is 
You have to raise capital to afford to buy a mansion, luxury yacht, and a castle. That's how you beat the game. Uh, from what I've read, I've never beaten it. I never wanted to try to beat it, but it's like, that sounds so boring. Like, wow. Those are goals in life, right? The goals, goals in life, right? Goals. For the lifestyles and the rich and the famous, <laughs> right? But because everybody has those goals, right? To buy a mansion, luxury yacht, and a castle. Right. Who has time for a castle, first of all? Who buys a freaking castle? Come on. Oh, Wasn't Nintendo teaching kids at that age? I'm going to buy a castle for my father. Jesus. Make him proud. I don't even think they have castles here in the U.S. And then I'm going to have grape of home for everyone. They'd have to move out to somewhere like England or France. Dude, I'd buy a haunted castle. Fuck yeah. Right? Dude, that would be so fucking down. <laughs> I want to do a tour of a haunted castle. That'd be so cool. I know this is off topic with shit, dude. That'd, that'd and be, then that'd rent be it so out cool. on Airbnb because that'd be financial. Wow. You just created an idea for everyone. Hey, right? Look, all I'm saying is... You can. Yeah. And you should. Just keep it to yourself, though. I mean, you're going to make money off that. Oh, some people are already doing that on Airbnb. Much like about themed, something. Themed, uh, uh, like, locations, stuff like that. Yeah. That's a thing. We should feature that on an episode. We Mike should. and Lewis's Much About Something Castle Hauntings location. Ooh. Right? Halloween special, right? We're yeah. We're going to have to, you know. Sounds but, fun. But uh, anyway, since we were talking about credits and Wall Street Kid and all the other stuff... Guess what today is in? Oh, my God. It's going to be something to do with finances, isn't it? It sure is. God damn it. <laughs> National Credit Day. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Right? Okay. Five ways to celebrate National Credit Day is... You celebrate National you know, Credit Day. <laughs> that, well, according, according to... I'm just saying they have, they have something for everything, right? Oh I mean, people who actually want to celebrate, but it's more of like awareness. Okay, right? okay, okay. Uh, create or update your financial plan. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know if people really do that these days or not. I don't think anyone not really, does. Right? They no. just spend money. Oh yeah. On hoes, bros, and yos. So. And four locos. And four locos. So. <laughs> 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 Set a goal for your savings. That's the second one. It says here. Set okay. a goal for your savings. Right? Who saves money again? We're back to square one. Right. I need to set a goal for my savings. Yeah. 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 Everyone That's does. Right. Definitely a thing. Uh, manage subscription services. Oh, this one is tough. That, that probably it's everybody home. Everyone yeah. knows how much things we, they subscribe to, and then they forget that they're subscribing to it. Like five years later, like why am I still getting charged five bucks for this? Yeah. Yeah. I like, recently what? just ended like a couple of my subscriptions after like being charged for them for several months. And it's like, so hard to find them too, right? Like you're like, what did I like? You, and then you just get hit up and you're like, wait a minute. I don't remember subscribing to that when you really did. No, like, and, like and five it's months, not like, even that so much <laughs> as like um, they show up on my statement, but I, I, it's either, I don't know what you want to call it, laziness or just forgetfulness, but somewhere along the lines, I forget about it. And then the next month comes along, and I'm like, shit, what? I got charges again. Fuck, I need to take care of that. And I never get around to it. Um, but this time I was like, okay, enough is enough. I, I got around to it, and I just mm-hmm. sat down and like, cancel, cancel, cancel. Did it feel good? Oh, it felt so much better. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, next day, you're like, well, I kind of still want that one. Um, uh, I'll, I'll add it like a year later when money gets better. Yeah. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's, that's essentially what it is, especially for the streaming services. Like, I only get certain streaming services just because, say, there's a show I want to watch. Yeah. Like, a series that I want to watch. And it's, and it's only, only on AMC or yeah. something like that, right? Yeah, it's only you, available on Peacock. Fuck. Do it for a month and then cancel after you're done with the show. Yeah. Right? Oh, especially if... 
I, I did that. There is friends. a show on Peacock I want you to check out, especially oh. since you're into video you'll, games. You'll have to tell me that later. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, but you know one one funny thing that I did find out about subscriptions. Okay. Since I was since we're on the topic, is that there are monthly sus- subscriptions that are like just the weirdest, outrageous ones that you would never think that people would pay for. One of them was subscribing to Adult Coloring Monthly. It was called createjoy.com. And it's a real thing. You pay $12.50 per month, and they'll send you coloring books with pencils if you're like, if you're a longtime veteran. But they'll send you coloring books. Oh, so it's more like a therapy thing. But why would you? I mean, there's so many coloring books at the 99 cent store. Why would you pay $12.50 a month when you can go buy like. No, I I get what you're saying, but. This is again. This is a service that's catered to certain individuals. Um, I would like to know. know Coloring does work as a sort of therapy, right? So there's so many resources. Why would you subscribe to it? You can find a coloring book anywhere. You can find a coloring book at your local Stater Brothers. Someone who's not able to leave their home. I don't know. I still feel it's a worthless. Uh, I mean, why don't you subscribe to it? It may sound worth because I have legs (laughs) and I have a car and I don't have time for a coloring book. Yeah, when do we all right? I don't have time. I mean, I have my job. I have my life to live. I have my girlfriend. I have this podcast. Right. I don't have time for shit, dude. Well, anyways, making small changes is also another uh, commitment to small changes. uh, Stop ordering takeout. Stop cooking. Start cooking at home. Those that kind of thing will definitely help you save money in the long run. And last but not least, know where your credit stands. What we talked about earlier today, um, there is something that I did miss in, um, earlier and I forgot to mention, but now that it's here, um, if you go to annualcreditreport.com, mm-hmm. um, they actually give you a free credit report once a year and it gives you a rundown of where you stand. That's all you really need once a year. And then you can ask for another one a year after. If you do... Uh, if you do it in between, it will um, they will charge they will charge you. Um, so, um, but yeah, that's that's what I have here for for the credit for the credit today. The yeah. credit today, good episode. Right? Yeah, yes. absolutely. Um, but you know what? At the end of the day, we all just have to be smart about it and move on. Yes. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in with us. Hope you've enjoyed our conversation as much as we enjoyed talking about it. And be sure to check out our Instagram page, Much About Something Podcast, and follow us. That way you can stay up to date on all our new upcoming episodes. Hope to have you guys with us again on our next episode. And with that said, this is Mike. And this is Lewis. And this is Much About Something. Something.